Welcome to the Dirt Bike Reader Podcast. My name is Jeremy, and in this episode, we chat with Brody Waters on his way home from the Don River Dash 2023. Good little insight to an unfortunate race for the big fella. Um, he's had such a good year on the bike, it's sad to see him not get all the way through to the end. So, a great chat with him on the side of the road. Thank you, Brody. Can't wait to hopefully catch up with him at the Kalgoorlie Desert Race, which is coming up very soon. Make sure you get your entries in. And if you're going along, hit us up because we will be there in some capacity, either on the bike or potentially commentating. We don't know, but we'll be there. So thank you so much for following us, staying kind of support with us. It's been an up and down year. I will be better, I promise. Um, 10 Deserts of Tory still kind of happening. There's a few things in the background. Unfortunately, this is the worst time of the year for me for work. That's why I try to do it at the start of the year. I do have to work sometimes, and unfortunately, this is a part of it that uh, I don't want you to know about. So uh, we're trying really hard. I'll still try and get away. Uh, but thank you for your donations. Maybe keep throwing some bucks in there while you wait. More money, maybe more incentive to go. Thanks to our supporters, B&B Off-Road, Hulk Shock Graphics, On Point Motor and Suspension, and Adventure On Store. Look, end of the year, still got Wildwood and St. Rome's on the weekend. There's a, f- a whole bunch of stuff going on, so make sure you go follow it, check it out. Follow us, check us out, and get after it. Cheers. All right, and we're back. Brody Waters, man, what's going on? No, nah, not a lot. Just on my way back from Bowen, up in Queensland, in the truck, so just steering it on the way home. Look, man, uh, you know, it is exciting to see you at the start, but I'm, I'm guessing it was, it's a pretty long, long drive home now. Yeah, it's definitely a really long drive home now after the um, result on the weekend. Yeah. And yeah, after, especially after the week of pre-running and how good everything felt. And yeah, I was felt so confident with the speed that I had. I I truly did believe that I had the speed to, to battle, you know, with the likes of Liam and Callum and Longy at the front. Um, yeah, and I, I just wanted to show people that... Uh, I am good enough to run at the front. Look, and uh, look, we'll get into kind of why why it didn't come through. But I mean, let's just speak about the start of the week. We, you know, there's so much stuff going up on social media, and yeah, there are only short clips. But mate, it really looked like you were kind of settled in for the race and for and for the track as well. Yeah, and that's it. Like I don't know what it is, but when I get up to Bowen up there in the sand, I just feel confident on the bike straight away and. Yeah, I'd, I'd felt super confident that the confidence that I've been lacking all year at all the other events, I, I've gained and we just changed a few little things on the bike that made it, um, yeah, feel the difference. And But a lot of it, to be honest, was in myself and I went and seen a doctor about my arm and got that yeah. fixed on my way up to, Cal, up to, to, to Bowen, which that – that also helped quite a lot to build the confidence that I've been lacking this year. No, look, I mean, you, you may say your confidence is lacking, but your results have still been good for like, the, you, people probably don't understand how much effort you actually put in to a season, let alone to a race. And you, behind the scenes, and you know, we've seen you at, you know, what was it, like Hatar, Fink, GNCCs, all that kind of stuff. You put in 110%. So for you to also then commit so much to go to Don River it really just shows how keen you are to actually show everyone what you can do. Yeah, that's for sure. I, I like to hope that when I, whenever I commit something, I go all in or I don't worry about doing it. And, um, yeah, I just want to do the best I can and prove to, to a few people that I am good enough to be at the front and to get the support that I deserve. I mean, we, you were there last year. How did you find pre-running this year? This year... 
the, in areas that the track was sketchier than last year, but then other bits of the track were smoother and, and better. So, yeah. But for me, I felt really good there all through the week. Yeah. But, uh, felt super fast and, yeah. And, but, and then you said you made a few tweaks on the bike. What were they? I just a few setup changes that we tried, different things because um, I'd been struggling with my left arm at Fink and stuff, so we tried to change the bike to compensate a little bit of that. But, um, yeah, when when I felt, when my arm felt better on the bike, uh, we needed to change it back to like more like what we had last year Yeah, right. so I could ride it faster. Yeah, right. And so then what was it like lining up on day one? It was good. I, I wasn't too phased. I didn't get worked up about that I'd been seated in 14th. Mm. I just knew that um, to go with the likes of Liam, Longy and Cal, I needed to put my head down straight away. So, like, I was putting it all out there for the first lap to get up to those guys as quick as I could. Um, and then, yeah, it, not even at the 16K mark of day one. That's where fifth gear is still laying. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, yeah, we should probably get into it. What happened? What happened to the bike? What happened to to kind of make it not uh, a year for you to want to remember? Um, bike was running sweet, and then got up to a set of whoops, and I I knock it back from six back to fifth there, and literally just downshifted, and it was like I'd gone into neutral except for a, a lot of horrible noises were coming out of the engine. And then, um, yeah, ended up going back to fourth. And I was like, oh, okay, fourth still there. Back to sixth, yep, okay, it's just fifth. But then I just tried to ride. I rode the last first half the lap just going fourth to sixth. And when I'd, I'd just hold it, get it on the limiter in fourth and then click to sixth straight away and then just start clutching it to keep it going. Jeez. But um, I sort of knew that it wasn't going to last in that heavy sand doing that. And then got back to the pits and uh, the boys were like, don't give up, keep trying to go. And then, yeah, I did the next half a lap like that. But in the end, it's just made sixth and fourth have a horrible noise now. So, (laughs) yeah, in the end, I... I cracked it and just pulled the pin because I didn't see that it was going to last any longer. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's one of those things where you don't want it to, to, you know, completely fail, especially in some of those high-speed whoops and stuff. You don't want it to completely lose gear and drive and just absolutely have a massive off. Yeah, that's it. In the end, I started having moments like that because I was going in sixth and in the end, I just, I had steam coming out of my ears. So I was just like, all right, man up and hold it, (laughs) hold it on and run sixth instead of fifth. But, um, yeah, in the end, it just started to get too sketchy. And once the bikes lose any, like, momentum up there because of the sand's so heavy, it just doesn't have the power to pull it out of it. No, I mean, it, it, with all the reports you get, is that, that sand's just bottomless. It's not like Fink or Haddow where there is a bit of a base up there, the Don River. It's just deep, deep, infinite deep sand. Yeah, it's extremely deep up there, and it sucks the power out of the bikes like no other event does. Um, yeah, it's 
it's extremely tough on the on the equipment up there and you feel sorry for the bikes when you ride them up and down the river. <laughs> well, look, we, we also said before, like, the, you when we did when we chatted with you and you got a breakdown of, of your story, you really are real hands-on to the on the bike and kind of making sure you know every part of it. What was it like knowing that the bike had failed underneath you and, and it was kind of, it was up to you? Yeah, it was, that's where I, I can't get upset at anyone else because I know that, I do all my bikes, I do everything, and yeah, I like to think that I have some of the best prepared motorbikes out at any of the events, and when I do have a mechanical, it's it's a proper kick in the guts to me, um, yeah, to say that the bikes let me down. Mm. Yeah, it would be hard, especially knowing that you know, you're the last one to touch it. And, and, and also, I suppose, because you, you were riding, you could actually feel it you know, disintegrate below you. It must be an entirely different uh, different thought for you. Yeah, it is. Like, I don't – it doesn't phase me if things go wrong, but I hate knowing that, like, I want to know why. And the, it, the bike wasn't – it's not like I've done a million hours on it. It's literally race, think, and had a – I put a new piston and ring in it, even though I'd only done 15 hours that bike before the event to make sure that nothing at all could go wrong. And yeah, but for it to still go wrong, that's where it's the the, the big kick in the guts. Well, look, man, I suppose if anything, you can once you finally get home, you pull it apart and see what's going on and um, and learn from it, which is, I mean, not a, not a, not a good lesson for something that, took you so long and, and took so much time to get doing but will it mean you'll go back at some point yeah for sure i'll be back there next year and i um i just want to come back and come out swinging and make sure that everything that's happened over the last couple of years at that event that i can finally put it behind me and <laughs> yeah. and um yeah come out on the podium at least Mate, yeah the effort i mean but are you doing any more races this year yeah, so now it's to get ready for Cal. So that's what yeah, I've but... just got to uh, build build a bike up for Kalgoorlie. Um, yeah, and then go over there for my first attempt at that and see what we can do there. Mate, well, that's exciting. It's a, it's a cracker event, and I suppose it is a long way, but you've got that sweet little truck set up and everything, so it kind of makes it a bit easier for you now. Yeah, for sure. The truck helps with all the setup that we've got, and, yeah, definitely a long way of locking up a few k's this year in it <laughs> yeah. lucky i don't mind driving it yeah that's it man well look i know condolences for the weekend baby but at least uh you know the lead up and everything it, it looked really good you've got all your social media on point mate you're looking fast and, and dangerous so hopefully we can uh, well hopefully you can continue that and trend and take it to kalgoorlie and and, and get some results there yeah that's the thing so hopefully i can get to cal and have a come out with a little bit of redemption and come out with a decent result there to, to at least make it all feel worthwhile. No oh, man. Well, look, good luck, buddy. I uh, look forward to catching you at Kogoli and uh, oh, just drive safe, man. Too easy. Thank you.